Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to episode 16 of the Hung Cheese Podcast. With me is Sepp and Dirty Mike. How we doing, boys? Good to greetings, see you. Greetings. Greetings. Greetings from planet Earth. <laughs> Good to see you, boys. Good to be around the around the computer once again here. Um, on a Monday, not Sunday, and I know we're a week late, but... We got some new sound equipment here. And a lot of explaining to do. And a lot of explaining to do. I'll start here. Uh, yeah, we, we tried to record last Sunday. We did record last Sunday, but it came out horribly. And also, I was still going to upload it just for the content. The quality the quality was bad. The content was good. Um, actually, that's even debatable because I was in pretty rough shape Sunday. But anyway... It wouldn't even upload, but now we're back, and I think this is going to work. So if you're listening to this, it worked. If you record but don't upload, did you really record? It's the Lost Files. It is the Lost Files. but uh, Great, I think, great yeah. album, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame. We had a pretty good episode, but I'll try, I was trying to recover them even now that I'm working on this one, but it doesn't. It still sounds horrible. I think this was our first experience of dealing with the podcast gods, just not wanting us to record last Sunday. I think we just need a sound guy. If you uh if you are or know a sound guy, shoot us your resume in the in the DMs. We'll take a look at it. Yeah, please do. And if you know what any of these knobs on the soundboard do, if you could DM us what they do, that'd be sick. John's just been turning <laughs> them aimlessly. There's been a lot of guessing and checking. And we don't want to give the business to Murphy's music. Yeah. Whatever. They don't support the pod. Nah, but it's it's cool. I think we're working now. Um, like I said, it is a Monday, and fuck, boys, I hate Mondays. Mondays suck. No, I never was a fan of Mondays. You ever had, like, I, today at work, and it sucks when you do it on a Monday, but you start thinking about, like, vacations, and, like, you're looking to the... Not, I was not only even looking to the weekend, I was looking toward, like, can I book the boys a night in Fire Island? Like, what can we do... To, like get me out of this office. It was such a nice day out. It was like eighty something degrees, and just I'm just not the in day there. to be behind a desk. Oh, dude, it was brutal. Can I tell him about the the fire island fire island link you sent us? Yeah, no, that's what I wanted to go into. All right, so you know what time is it? Like nine thirty a.m. Maybe I was in the office for an hour before I had to start pulling up verbos and Airbnbs. Nine thirty in the morning, John sends us a link to this fire island house for a weekend, right? You know, checking the calendar, who can make it, who can't make it. All of a sudden, somebody comes out and was like, "Hey, John, that's the the homoerotic part of Fire Island." Yeah, that's the whole. That's the gay part of town. I'm like, what Which the is, fuck? There's nothing wrong with, but it's just not our cup of tea. At least I don't think for the two guys sitting next to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just not somewhere we would we would we wouldn't fit in. How many beers? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, and of course, I mean. I don't want to say it's common knowledge that there's a gay part of Fire Island because I didn't know. But. To the regular, there isn't, but I'm sure to the locals, they know, like, past a certain hour, you know, once the streetlights go up. 
You don't want to go over there. Dude, you guys never went to Fire Island as a kid and walked a little too far down the beach and saw some dude hanging dong? No, dude. No. Dude, there's a nude oh, gay dude. beach. Like It's if, nude gay beach? Yeah, if you walk down too far, I mean... <laughs> I've stumbled upon like nude beaches as a child, but never... Just straight Dong City. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It was Dong City. Dude, there was no, like, warnings in the Airbnb description, like, if you come here, like... Well, dude, because if there was, it'd be bad for biz. Like, you want to get as many... it'd be very, very good for biz. If they started selling, like... You gotta know your market. If they were, like, advertising some homo homeowner type of paraphernalia as part of the deal, like... So So when Mondays get bad for you, you look to vacation... Yeah, dude. I look for, for you look for greener the greener You look for the light at the end of the tunnel. I need that light. I don't. I mean, we have one booked up, but yeah, I know. But even that seems too far away. Right. It's only like speaking. A month. Speaking of that trip, so John just said he looks for the light at the end of the tunnel on a uh, on a Monday. I'm more the doom and gloom side. I wanted to quit like three times today. <laughs> But you said you like you were an hour in at nine thirty. I was two hours in at nine thirty. Yeah, dude. I wanted to quit twice before nine thirty. And then uh, I went to get lunch, thinking my day would get better, get some like carbs in me. Didn't get better. I saw two people having a great time at lunch, and I got pissed off that they were having a good time. But when I got back, I put my days in last week for our Saratoga trip. Right. Bro, today I was so mad, I extended it one more day. What day? You took off the Tuesday? I took off the Tuesday. Wait, did you take off the Thursday as well? No, I took off. Oh, the you should have done it that way because I took off Thursday, Friday, Monday. Well, I'm thinking the drive back Monday is going to be so bad that I'm going to need another You're day. you need the Tuesday. Yeah. Dude, Fuck. Mike, aren't you going to uh, Atlantic City the week after? I believe so, yeah. For so you're not going to go to work till Wednesday, and then you're going to take off the Friday? <laughs> no, because we get out early on Friday sometimes in the summer. Oh, so I'm banking on that Friday <laughs> being on early, and I'll just meet the boys, my other, my school buddies, out in uh, AC. I'll make that drive by myself Sounds after good. work on Friday. Um, yeah, so Mondays suck. I think that's consensus. And recording on a Monday, just throwing everything off. Making it a little better, to be honest. It is. I was... G- I mean, hopefully, we're in the middle of this right now, but if we can get this uploaded tonight and it comes out okay, that would make my life so much easier. Could like, possibly I, save the day. I was tired of, like, trying to figure out how the fuck this thing works, but... Um, so, I wanted to cover really quick some of the the content that was in those lost files, just for some of the listeners who were... A lot of the listeners were a part of this trip, and I, I didn't want to miss uh, covering the rip that Dirty and I had up in Boston last weekend. Um, went up there for one of your buddies, like charity boat cruise around the Haba. Yeah, play ball charity for the Everybody kids. Look it up. Yeah, so hundred fifty dollar ticket get you get you on the boat um, with promises of an open bar. Uh, promises maybe not delivered in the promises <laughs> halfway delivered. halfway delivered on that uh, beer and wine comped. If you want anything stronger, you got to pony up some dough. Uh, so we did that for like a round and then just drank a million beers on the boat. I did some white vino. Yeah, you were getting loopy on class. vino. <laughs> vino is class. Yeah. Is it class when you're chugging it? No. What you were no. doing was not class. <laughs> but uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um so uh, yeah, boat cruise turned into the a little after party at the at the bar. Good time there. And then uh, Saturday was a Chris Ryan pool party. 
boys, <laughs> the pool party was sick. Dude. Uh, we got after it early. Yeah. We were up and moving like 9 a.m., probably on the road by 10, I would say. I'm not going to lie, John. I was worried about you. I didn't know you had it in you to like have that quick of a turnaround. Dude, like, let me tell you, when I say that I was up at 6 a.m., 6.15 and I was like, when are the boys going to get up? Because I'm ready. Oh, shit. That's so rare of you. I know. I know. But so I was. So rare. I mean, I did my normal, like, let me uh, dry heave in the bathroom. Got that out of the system. Stood in the shower. Turned it on ice cold for five minutes. Shocked the system. Shocked the system. Popped some Advil. And then just sat there waiting for the boys to start that's like that's like the pregame ritual of like a 70s nfl player <laughs> right right i'm a big fan of the uh cold shower apparently it boosts your testosterone level as well so. i could definitely use that so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no then chris ryan's yeah we were on the road early got out there for a full day of activity dude how about this 10 dude i brought this up in the in the lost i was gonna files. say if you guys didn't i had a Say, don't forget to bring this up. Dude, this was egregious. Basically, like know. ten dudes in the backyard, tarps oh, off, yeah. just drinking their faces off. It's just ten guys having a go. But the, yeah, you're right. The cops came twice. <laughs> yeah, dude, five zero rolled up on us. I don't. What, were we breaking a law? Like, is playing music and having fun against the law in Massachusetts? Dude, the first time the cops came, they were like, "This is stupid." whatever the second time they were just pissed off they had to come back which time did the hot officer arrive oh well i only saw the the cops didn't come in the backyard the first time chris went and talked to him in the driveway so maybe it was both but the only time that i saw the police were the second time and then that's when they came in the back and yeah one of the was a looker one of the lady cops was was a real cutie pie but don't call her that because she'd probably tase you <laughs> Hello, yeah, I don't know how. Up. I don't know. Do cops take compliments like that? She she doesn't want to be called a cutie pie. One time I was probably in, not by you, <laughs> by anybody. Guys, I, I was in high school and we were doing some like you know delinquent shit, like setting off fireworks. Ooh. And my buddy Devin, who was driving, gets pulled over. Lady cop comes to the window. He calls her sir on accident because he's so nervous. And she did not appreciate Really? It. She got mad at him. I feel like that's a tough thing to get mad at somebody because he's just trying to be respectful, but he's nervous, so he fucks up. But like, I, feel, yeah, I, feel like I don't he, think there was any like malintent by that. She was like, what did you call me? I mean, ma'am. I mean, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Um, but yeah, so cops came. They didn't really shut us down, but it was just weird. And then uh had another rip Saturday night, and it was just a good time. Uh so that was Boston in five minutes, but <laughs> I didn't want to get That's a catchy, uh, that could be a catchy title. Maybe like the, a news report in Boston. This is Boston in five minutes. Yeah. Uh, and the Patriots went again. Was there anything else you guys had from last, last week that you wanted to bring up? Me or? and Dirty saw a flick. Yeah, we went to the movies. We uh, saw um, Godzilla. You guys saw Godzilla The together? Asian Nightmare. I kept calling it <laughs> Jurassic Park the whole time. Well, that's just incorrect. It's like a big lizard. Which is, <laughs> was he reeking hat? Was it, Dude, Godzilla's in Tokyo, right? Like, well, he was Mister Worldwide in this movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bro, he was he was Pitbull in this movie. How does he travel? Underwater, uh, underwater he swims. No, underwater tunnels. That's how he gets places fast. Yeah, dude. So what is he like? Super speed too. He like, thrives off of uh, radioactive, radioactive uh, like radiation. I guess. So is he like 
first place he went was Chernobyl or no? No, he had this like under. Uh, he no was spoilers. living in like uh, no spoilers. For Godzilla. <laughs> no spoilers. I will say though, very underwhelming movie. No, dude. Here, I will say this. Listen, listen up. I think we had the same gripe at one point. L- was up. he animatronic or CGI? <laughs> oh, I'm You're... just kidding. I, they might even be the same thing. I thought I, it was, I thought they were real, <laughs> dude. So, my takeaway from this movie was. If you want to go some, uh, to a movie and shut your brain off for like two and a half hours and just see a bunch of explosions and monsters and shit like that, good movie. If you are looking for any sort of plot. Storyline. <laughs> none of it. None of it. If you're looking Sometimes for, you need that. Dude, most movies have a, an attractive female lead. None like here. A, was there like a love interest for Godzilla? Yeah, Mothra. Is that his, his Was Mothra board? the... Uh, the moth. Oh, they turned into a butterfly at the end. That's his girl. It's a moth. Yeah, that's his girl. They have they had each other's backs. But um, I think at one point they did try to do what, it. What do those kids look like? Well, I don't know. But Millie Bobby Brown was in it from uh, Stranger Things. Eleven. She was fantastic. Yeah, she's and good. speaking of Boston, final scene. Where is it? Fenway Park. Fenway Park. <laughs> oh no way! I just guessed. Dude, she she maneuvered the outfield of Fenway Park better than some of the, the greats. Better than Jackie Bradley. <laughs> better than Jackie Bradley. Ted Williams. Oh wow, good for her. But dude, you know what I didn't like about the movie? Hit me. The two major fight scenes, the one in the uh, the Arctic and then the one at Fenway, both in pitch black. You couldn't see a thing. Oh, it had that kind of like Game of Thrones, like I can't see shit Major type gripe. thing. Like, what's uh, going on type Speaking of, thing. of little girls in the outfield of a baseball field, did you see that girl run onto the field in Hug front of Bellinger? Yeah, Bellinger, dude. <laughs> she tweeted. I saw she yeah, tweeted Yeah, she's like, afterwards. worth it or whatever. Totally. Best day ever. Best day ever, exactly, yeah. If you didn't see some, I don't know, was she 15 maybe? Yeah, maybe. Right around middle school, high school age, girl ran onto the field at Dodger Stadium and gave ca- – Cody, Cody, Corey, Cody, Co- Cody Bellinger, Cody Bellinger, right fielder, a hug, man, and got tackled yeah, by security. I was just about to say, like, he's a man rocket, so like, I don't blame her, but yeah, crazy move. There's a great picture of her laying on the ground with the two security guards on top of her, and Bellinger's giving her like the peace sign. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that must be such a great film, though. Like, you're patrolling the center field, and then you turn around, and you got some babe or some lady just running out trying to give you a hug. Yeah, you ever see the? You ever see the? Seven Days in Hell. Fernando Fernando Valenzuela. No, the uh, tennis documentary, but it's like a goof thing. It's with no, I've never actually Kit seen. Harrington that. I know what you're talking about. And though. another yeah. funny the guy, guy. Who does the I'm on a boat. Andy Samberg. Yeah, Andy Samberg. They're like, have you ever seen a dirt? Yeah, I oh. watched it with you, dude. And they have like the the naked streaker run on the field, yeah. and then like so there's a female streaker runs on, then a male streaker, and then they start doing it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like a giant. But it's orgy. like it's in it's in England or whatever, so they're too polite to say stop or whatever so they just ha- let it happen they let them carry on <laughs> and then i think andy samberg joins in but uh that's just that's just the lord at work <laughs> oh dude also <laughs> if you want to go see a movie on tuesday be prepared to shell out for charity what do you mean I, we bought a ticket dirty <laughs> dirty said no oh yeah so basically like you go up to the counter i'm sure you guys have uh, been in this situation before happens at a lot of grocery stores and stuff but Mike buys his ticket. Hey, would you like to donate one dollar to St. Jude's Hospital? And, and Mike's like, sure. And then my buddy Anthony goes, same thing. Would you like to uh, donate the dollar as well? He's like, sure. And then I go up, and the you know tickets like fourteen something. And they're like, would you like to donate a dollar to St. Jude's Hospital? I go, no. 
<laughs> Just the ticket, miss. Yeah. And then I went to go buy popcorn, and it, the, the girl says, "Hey, would you like to donate to St. Jude's Charity for a dollar?" You should have said you you already got me on the way in, lady. I, I thought it was the same person asking me twice. I said, "Yeah," and then we get in there for the previews. And a full-blown preview pops up to donate to St. Jude's charity. Yeah, I mean, I get your gripe, but you guys gave a couple bucks to, like, childhood cancer. Like, probably not the worst dollar you've ever spent. No, it was a dollar well spent, but just catch me for $3 (laughs) at the door. Don't catch me at every (laughs) checkpoint throughout the theater. I don't Every shake at the urinals another dollar. (laughs) I don't donate to charity unless there's I peeked the corner before I went to the bathroom. I don't donate to charity unless there's an open bar attached to it. Yeah, then that sounded shitty. Then it's for the kids. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we talked about baseball for a second. I got one baseball topic because Sep and I are big Met fans. And big news in the streets today out of the Mets fucking locker room and upper management is Mickey Calloway is just – you want to talk about the hot seat. I know Sep's going to have a take on it, which I want to hear. But uh, after yesterday's game, they blow a two-run lead or one-run – one run lead or two, whatever. They were winning in the eighth inning. I bet on it. Yeah, we I all, be, we all bet on, on it. it. They uh, they leave the reliever out there just way too long. You could tell he didn't have his good stuff yesterday. They let him out there. Eventually, not to anybody's surprise, gives up the three-run homer to Javi Baez, and then they later lose the game. Um, that reliever was not their closer. It was one of their you know regular reliever guys. They didn't bring in their closer, Diaz, even though – in interviews prior, the manager said that Diaz would be available in the eighth inning. Didn't bring him in. Long story short, there was an altercation after the game between the reporters and the manager. Seth, you want to give us a little details on this? Yeah, so the, re- the story was that at the end of the interviews, one of the reporters for the Mets said, um, like, hey, I'll see you tomorrow, Mick. And then that transpired to Mickey Calloway absolutely losing his shit and – motherfucking him and calling him all these names basically kicked him out of the media session or the back end of it and as the reporter was leaving one of the Mets pitchers Jason Vargas got up out of nowhere and I just keep picturing the scene from the other guys where Will Farrell's like I'll show you crazy you walk crazy <laughs> bad cop, bad yeah. cop. he gets up and goes uh, Vargas starts cursing at the reporter and tells him he would fuck him up um which then ensued, apparently both guys got, like, punished by the team. But there was a story from another reporter saying that, who was not at the Cubs yeah, Stadium outside, yesterday, outside of that, who said that in Mickey Calloway's contract, the manager for the Mets, if he were to take, uh, if he were to step down from his managerial role, he would not be paid out the rest of his money that he's owed, a couple million um, for the remainder of his contract. But if he were to get fired, he gets paid out in full. So the theory was that Mickey Calloway has had enough. He can't manage the way he wants because ownership is kind of controlling his every move. Yeah, so he's trying to get himself fired. So hence this tirade off of a simple see you later, Mick. Right. Now, I'm sure there could have been other stuff said from the reporter, but the theory was that Mickey Calloway is trying to get himself fired in any way possible. the old you can't fire me, I quit deal. It's the old scene from Ted where he says he fucked the parsnips and then put them back. And the boss says, that took guts. We need <laughs> we, guts. We, we, we respect that. Ultimate backfire by Mickey Calloway. You're still coaching the Mets. Yeah. No, so he's still there. Fucking absolute shit show. And how about, you know how about uh, Vargas? Uh, that dude looks like a young college professor. Yeah, he's... He, honestly, 
Probably not that scary to be yelled at by Jason Vargas. Yeah, but what he has no right to be going crazy when he looks like that. Yeah. I think I he didn't wasn't on board with Mickey Calloway's plan to get fired and he thought it was real. So now you know there's at least <laughs> one real guy in the locker room that has Mickey's back and it's probably, probably one of, the worst guy. One of their worst pitchers <laughs> on the team. Yeah. And it sucks because you just got, you know, Yankees are probably the best, second best team in baseball. If not you got the, the best behind yeah, the Dodgers it's right now. The best yeah. or the second best. So you got you know, you got to compare yourselves to that fucking organization. As if their play wasn't enough. Yeah, now we got this shit show going. Um, so, yeah, life of a Met fan. So You wouldn't know anything about that, Dirty. It's Dirty all, just goes and watches them hit home runs. It's all <laughs> rainbows and sunshine where you are. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. Moving on to <laughs> another <laughs> historically bad New York franchise. We'll talk about the Knicks for a minute. <laughs> Thank God we have LeBron to root for yeah. on this end. Because then would it would be the do? Knicks. So, the Knicks. Talk about the NBA draft. That's really where we're going. Was, so, the Knicks had the third pick. Took R.J. Barrett. Um, couldn't get Zion Williamson, the number one overall pick. But, you know, R.J. Barrett, solid player out of Duke. But now the talk is... Well, backing up, I want to talk about the draft because we watched it together. Yep. And... Uh, our buddy Guidi had an outstanding take on the on the NBA draft and how the players are softer than compared to the NFL drafts or you know any other sport really. All they care about is their drip, and now they're coming out with diss tracks to one another. Did you see the Damian Lillard? And I did. Uh, Why you would go a Dame is just yeah, childish. So, but either way, it's all kind of soft. So Guidi was looking for Zion to guarantee a championship for the New Orleans Pelicans this year. Um, didn't happen. Also, he wanted to see, and I thought that'd be funny if we did. Like, let's say the you know, whoever has the 19th pick, the Timberwolves select whoever 19th overall, and then in the interview, that person would go up and say, "The first 18 teams made a mistake by passing on me. Like, why was you know, somebody with some edge didn't really get it." Um, so I kind of agree a, with them. for a league like filled with drama like the NBA. The young up-and-coming stars in the draft did not put on a performance with, like, the drama factor. Not at all. They cried a lot. I mean, you could get some tears. I don't mind some tears, but... They want, like, the Deion Sanders right after he got drafted line. They got to put him on layaway if they wanted to take him. Right, You know, that type of line. I like the one guy. I don't even know who it was. He He got picked. He stands up, takes his sport coat off. And has another sport coat on underneath it. Which what I thought was what number sick. did he get picked? I, don't, I think it was like a late first Because that could get second. hot. Double sport coat? Yeah, it wasn't early. So he had like a cool, like colorful one on. Gets picked, takes it off. He's got an all white one on underneath. Jesus. I was like, how that's about, pretty dope. Th- how about this? Uh, what's his name? Bulbul? Bulbul. Bulbul. He uh, came all dripped up and dripped out in that spider if you want to call that drip whatever but yeah so like the the spider daddy long legs thing right and didn't get didn't get taken the first round what i will say props to him um as a tall lanky person myself uh leaning into the spider comments is probably a good move i applaud him for it because it I mean, you're tall, but he no, makes I'm you not look short. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not that tall, but I'm just saying leaning into those type of comments is definitely the way to go. You think that's what the outfit was designed for? I think so. To, to take on Why else did you have spider webs on I here? think it's, it was uh, not at his dad, and I think his dad's nickname was Daddy Longleg. Right. His, oh, that would be nice. His dad did recently pass, too. Okay. Former NBA player. Yeah, so. yeah. Wet 3. I don't know if you've ever seen the videos of his dad play. Three? 
Dude, he had one game hit like seven in a row. That's nuts. Yeah, he was teammates. To get that hot even just once to get that hot. That's uh, that's and to be like he was like seven four. Yeah, I know. He was big. I think I did that one time at uh, L.A. Fitness Gym. Nothing better. You'll never forget where you were when you dropped seven in a row. Yeah, you could probably tell me what day it was. Maybe not. It was a Tuesday. (laughs) It was a Tuesday. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we'll see if the Knicks get anybody in free agency. Um, didn't make a trade really for Anthony Davis. Not that they were really in the. Run. They didn't really have many things they don't to have trade. A lot of pieces, man. They're not in great street. I'm just I guess happy. They have some cap room, but yeah, I'm just happy they didn't mess up the third pick. You know, some European. That exactly, <laughs> dude. At one point, I had like a little hesitation that they're. Oh my God, they're not going to take Barrett. They're going to take some dude who we'd some, never heard some of, some kind of Frenchman or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So that didn't happen. I'm excited though to see him play. He's gonna he's gonna start so. He's gonna play all year, so yeah. No, he's gonna be he's gonna be the guy, right? Yeah. Um, They'll get somebody in free agency. They're not gonna so, get like uh, a Durant or I think the Brooklyn Nets are gonna snag one of those two guys. So, speaking of, um, my buddy I played football with, <coughs> he put up a a story of Barrett and how it was a great move, and I I slid into the DMs and I was like, yeah, this is a great pick. Um, really happy about it. He's like, bro, like great pick we need durant now and i i just go dude we're not gonna get durant and he goes no we're getting durant i'm like this guy he is, knows he either knows something we don't or he's just gonna be extremely disappointed i think there's a lot of nick fans in that same boat who just are assuming they're gonna get durant and we'll see plus he's got a torn achilles so i hope they have a plan b yeah <laughs> they're not getting durant um so next thing kind of building off the draft because i did put in a little prop bet and one on that um, but I think we all had pretty good gambling weeks. Hell yeah. And what I, was your prop bet on the draft? I took DeAndre Hunter being drafted in the top five. Ooh, good pick. And he went, well, the thing was, Woes dropped a bomb on us on Twitter. So the fourth pick was traded from the Hawks to the, somebody else mm-hmm. or whatever. There was a trade of that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Pelicans had it. And gave it to the Hawks. And then gave it to the Hawks, right. So when the Hawks, when that trade occurred, Woes on Twitter NBA Insider tweeted, the Hawks just traded up. They were going to get DeAndre Hunter. Like they, That's why they traded up was to get Lock him. Lock the bet. So put in the bet, and they, it was like plus 120. It was pretty good odds mm-hmm. on him being a top five pick. And then so that hit, which was awesome. But uh, it was part of a bigger week where we were just throwing out. We couldn't miss this week. And I'm not going to take all the credit because I took none of the credit because we've been following this capper. But I'm up a pretty penny. Yeah, so how about, like, I was betting on my own. I I lost a bet on the Indians and then won a bet on the Yankees. Um, up $5. So <laughs> then I'm driving up north to see my GF, and I'm on the Taconic Parkway, and the picks come in from our capper. And the picks are in. You know, I call John. I'm like, should I bet these? Like, I am probably have three more hours in the drive. So I – I'm trying to keep it between the mayo and the mustard, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm finagling the book. Mayo and the mustard, dude. And uh, so I put these bets in blindly. You know, wake up the next morning, I put in a, uh, I parlayed two teams, and then I parlayed four teams, and it all hit. And I went from up $5 to up $150. Let's go. Nothing to make that drive a little bit easier, huh? It just makes your whole weekend better. 
It feels like all the money you're spending on the weekend is already paid, covered. But, dude, not even to stop there. Then, like, obviously you're up and you want to keep throwing it around. So, blindly tail him again. Like, he wins another two-team parlay. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Dude, wound up having a sick week. Yeah. Nah, when I you get win. that hot, me retiring at 24 years old really becomes a reality. Like, I think <laughs> if I could keep this up, I could retire early. Yeah. I mean, I don't look at any of this money as, like, money for my retirement plan like it's, it goes straight into my savings this is just like <laughs> spending my, money for my sure. 401k like i can go get like a sick dinner or rent that house in fire island or like something like that that's really why i was looking it up because i was up last two weeks i'm up a lot so i was like i want to spend this money like it's free money yeah so i looked at it not a bad way to look at things um so yeah that's gambling seb i think you had a an, an app you wanted us to investigate? Oh, yeah. I saw it on Barstool. Um, Barstool put up this this post, and it's this new dating app. It's like the Tinders of the world. But it ranks you on your... It tells you exactly how hot you are, apparently. I don't know how they go about doing that. Yeah, these dating apps, man, they're just... But they do. Over. And it, like, apparently... I don't know the ins behind Like I don't know if there's someone that... Literally looks at each profile and then says, like, okay, he's a four. Is there a team that does this? You think there's, like, a, a board? That's a five. But the people that created the app saying knowing one's rank in the dating world can help you g- users target more realistic matches rather than having to sort through them uh, through potentials that they have no shot at or interest in. So it's basically like saying this. if you're not a four trying to get with a four, you have no shot, which I don't think is going to lead to anything positive that's probably going to lead to a lot of teen suicides maybe if you want to get that dark <laughs> and like, I, mean, I don't like this idea at all i don't I, let me shoot for the moon if i want to shoot for the yeah, moon. yeah like what, who are you to put a restriction on my shooting range you don't know my game <laughs> aim high miss small <laughs> explain to us our, explain to us your game oh dude yeah, my walk game? us through the scouting report of john gallo oh dude it's just it's you got to feel the room right but Within feeling the room, you got to make yourself known in a crowded room. So, like, perfect example, Boston Mass. We're playing Kings. There's a lady to my left playing with me. Game's over. Cards are sitting there. We're just kind of hanging out. Little lull in the action. What do I do? Pick them up. Do you want to see a magic trick? The Magnificent Gallo. <laughs> Amaze her with the magic card trick. And then... She wants to know how you do it. I tell her I can't reveal my secrets. I do it again to somebody else. She's still amazed. Next thing you know, she just, you know. I put the pieces together now. From there, you could take it to wherever you want. But you got to ha- have that type of game. So, like, is a dating app going to be able to put a number on that? No. Make me a bicycle clown. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's why I'm like. You you got to get face to face. You can't go over an app. I'm not good on the app. I'll tell you that. You right got to be in person. But you get this thing moving. This whole thing got. got once that going. train, once that coal's burning oh. on that train, that locomotive. It's tough to stop. Get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I I don't like that. By I the think way, it's that car leave. trick. I know it's kind of laid low amongst our friend group. Great fucking move. It is a great move. Great move. You got to have that. And the fact that you pulled it off, the trick off, too. Pretty drunk, too. But it's easier to do a a card trick on somebody who's drunk because they can't really pay attention to what you're doing. Right. Sleight of hand becomes a lot easier. Right. But 
not to take anything away from the trick because I have it pretty much locked up. It's nice. pretty flawless. That's a ball. He's looking at me not impressed. No, man, I respect that's a ball. This move, move would not work on Dirty Mike if I was trying to get into his pants. <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. He would just slap all the so cards out of my Maybe you should hand. start carrying around a deck of cards. No, but see, that's the thing. you got to feel the room out. It's a fine line between between being like a magic trick where the girl's interested and thinks it's like, you know, a good thing and being the creepy guy who just whipped out a deck of cards asking if you want to see a magic trick. Right. If you if you are carrying around a deck of cards, you're a loser. If you happen to pick up cards, you're you're yeah, cool, right? So you gotta feel. That's what I mean. You gotta feel the room like you're at the bar, and like, who's this guy trying to get his magic career off right. the ground? Like, I didn't suggest we play kings with the idea of doing this trick. My like, kings was being played, mm-hmm. and I was there. You know, like I wasn't. You gotta feel the room out. So, I don't know. Can you give that a number on a dating app? No. Some things can't be capped by a number. The guy, the, we listen to Dirty, and I listen to Theo Vaughn. He, he had a funny line about dating apps on t- his episode today it was uh yeah he was saying like how he used to be on him a lot and how it was bad for like his self-esteem and mood he's like yeah i just said no to a thousand people i'm gonna go jerk off and go to bed now <laughs> like basically like bad for his mental so he, he got off of him speaking of uh cards i have a little story from the weekend oh let's go um so i'm out and about with a bunch of people like i don't really know all that well with my gf and um there was a deck of cards at the apartment we're pre-gaming at, and I know you guys have played it because I've showed it to you the game Death Box. Oh, yeah. So this is how you know you're with, like, a crew that, you know, isn't used to the, the speed at which you, you know, <laughs> pre-game at. We're playing Death Box, which... That game can get out of hand if you're not ready to... Exactly. So I'm like, let's play this game, get, you know, super drunk. And, like... 10 minutes into the game like everybody's dropping out left and right because like we're drinking too quickly for them oh yeah okay i could see how that would happen because yeah if if you don't get out of the box like you're gonna keep drinking so people were just tapping out before they could get they could actually do the what you're supposed to yeah okay that's yeah that's pretty soft but yeah that's just like what you get when you're rolling with like an unfamiliar crew yeah you just I mean, exert your dominant and dominance on them. Yeah, but then they're all looking at me like, "Why'd you make me play this game?" <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if it's on them or on you for like for them trying to keep up with you or you assuming they could keep up with them. You assuming they could keep up. With it's you. on dirt. It's on dirty. You think it's on dirty? You said you got to fill out the room. Yeah. That room obviously was not ready for Death Box. <laughs> yeah, I mean just the name alone. Should've how played, many, go fish how many or people something. are willingly playing that game just knowing the name of it? Yeah, maybe you should have went with, like, Go Fish or, like... Gin Rummy or something. Gin Rummy. Warm them up first before you... You put them right into the gauntlet. I regret nothing. Dirty is the gauntlet. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that app sounds fucking shitty. You know who's going to get it, though? Guidi. Guidi will there. get it, and then... Guidi's going to hate himself if he has to go on there. He'll get it, and then be upset about what yeah. he sees. I'm just curious, like, who who rates you? I think it's probably the other people that are swiping on the app. I was going to say, what happens if the person rating you is a two? I don't think it's like an individual raise. I th- it's probably like an aggregate amount. So the amount of swipes you get right versus left gives you a number. Dictates your like score. That. Yeah. Some kind of algorithm. Yeah. I, don't like, I got four already. I don't need another one. I'll be off the grid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much that. 
Um, I guess we wanted to talk about one more topic, and this is just a more of a PSA for anyone traveling to a Caribbean island. Totally forgot what we were going to talk about. Manning, mainly the Dominican Republic, where what was the number at 11 dead? Yeah, people are dropping dead left and right. People like are dropping lies. Dead left. Yeah, this is scary. I know this is definitely something like if my dad caught wind of the story, like we would not be even thinking about traveling outside the country. I feel like this is a very dad paranoid thing. The people at my work were talking about it too, and they're you know they have kids and like wives and shit, so they're all like on red alert when it comes to traveling. But I guess people staying at resorts or hotels in the Dominican Republic are being poisoned, bleached, bleached, bleached. Ooh, you don't want to mess around with the bleach. Get stains out and also take your stain out. Oh, real quick. Yeah. So I guess being robbed of their stuff or. Is it I, is it I, like know, a serial I, killer operation? Or I is don't it? know, because there's one lady that lived to tell about it. Because she took a sip of it, but then swallowed it, spit it out, burned the inside Yeah, of I mean, mouth. I feel like I've heard this story before in years past of like, you know, one minute you're having a good time next doing minute the you're Macarena, the and next thing you know you're tied up in a room like with naked with none of your shit because you've been robbed. I don't know if that's the same type of motive that's going on with this one. Talk about so- a turnaround. Sounds like your perfect Saturday night, John. Sounds like an average Saturday night. Um, nah, but that's actually pretty fucked up. So Yeah, man, they're, they're targeting um, tourists, Americans. Yeah. Well, people from the state, yeah, people from the states. It was funny, like, my boss is talking about something similar to this the other day, and he's like, you know, it's paranoid, but like, yeah, I, even when I'm down there, like, I won't drink from a bottle. Like, I only drink from cans. Like, because you can't fuck with a can. You can fuck with a bottle. You can I'm fuck like, with a can. Can you fuck with a can? One of the ladies drank a can of soda out of the mini bar. The cans were fucked? Yeah. Oh. Dude, which leads me to believe. The cans are fucked. You're fucked. It's funny how this is all going to tie in. When we went to Belmont, husband hunting, NYC, they were injecting the bottles. Why is that... They were doing it with syringes. Oh yeah. What? what, what I didn't. The, I thought you were going somewhere. Maybe that's how they're getting it into the cans undetected because everything's still closed and sealed. Right. So maybe that's how they're doing it, and then poisoning the people. I don't know if they're stealing their valuables afterwards though. So yeah, that's what's that's what's getting me. If they're just killing these people for shits, like they're not. There has to be. They have to be taking. They something. have to be stealing. It can't just be pure Unless murder. Unless it's just a madman running around. If he is, he's got a pretty good plan going. I feel like those serial killers, like, that's not the way they would do it, right? They want to get up close and, and see it. They don't want to just poison you and then you die later in your room. Like, there's no glory. There's no, like, glorification in that. I mean, you're right. I do, we do watch a lot of murder docs, There's got to so be, like, know. a bigger... There's got to be something bigger than just he wants to kill people. Because that's not a... Well, what if it's a group? Like, you, you had mentioned before, we got on. Yeah, but then it, I would the say, staff, like... possibly. They'd the probably be... Members. Yeah, no, I, I could see it being the staff, and that would probably mean that they were stealing shit, though. And if you do that, right, if you if they die in their room, there's no forced entry because everyone's got the card. Right. Right, so they could go in. That's probably what's making it hard take to the find wallet, these people. No sign of a struggle. It's a solid plan if you're a serial killer. Right. It's well thought out. And they haven't caught the group or suspect or suspects. Who knows how hard they're looking, dog? They're probably not looking too hard. The demand can probably, they're still dealing with Big Poppy. There's only one man they could call in for the job. <laughs> Who's that? Me and Guidi. Bert Macklin. <laughs> Bert Macklin. FBI. FBI. Um, yeah, so I think... Just stay out of the DR, basically. Yeah, steer clear of it. Yeah, and it sucks because it's such a nice, probably sick place to vacation. I've always, ever since Taken came out, I've been a little worried about traveling overseas. Or yeah. 
to a different country. I'm good with staying in America. There's plenty to do. Yeah. I mean, you got Saratoga Springs, Hootie and the Blowfish. You got Boston. You got the straight and gay part of Fire Island. Yeah, they really give it to you any which way you want it. You got, I mean, in our backyard, you got Finley's. What more could you ask for? (laughs) The American dream. All right, Dirty. It's time, buddy. It's about that time for the best thing you ate this week. All right, boys, let's go. (laughs) Come on. Um, Love the energy to start. So this was Sunday morning, and, you know, I had a big – I was – you know, I got hammered on Saturday night, so obviously hung cheese Sunday morning up near Saratoga Springs um, with the GF. And I was in one of those, you know, you know, you either have, you, there's two ways you could go when you have a hangover. You could not eat like John. Guilty. Or you can stuff your face with an egregious amount of food. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and I chose the latter. Uh, we went out to this diner spot. Don't remember what it was called, but I got a fat omelet. It was uh Sausage, pepper, onion, omelet with cheddar cheese oozing off the top, side of home fries, Texas toast, and I didn't stop there. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Well, wait, there's more. I also ordered a blueberry stuffed French toast. Oh, my God, dirty. Like, I couldn't even say the words of that order if I was that hungover. Like, I, I would puke. Saying it, not alone looking at it or eating it. Jesus. So I'll, t- I'll tell you what the plan was. I ordered the blueberry stuff, French toast. You know, my my GF got an omelet. I got an omelet. We we would just split the French toast. She was too hung to eat. Good for anything. her, like a normal person. Good for her. She took maybe two bites of her omelet. I've polished off my entire plate and ate ninety. Five percent of the blueberry uh, stuffed French toast. That is something. And the drive home was a whirlwind. <laughs> That's Flavor Town population dirty. Yeah, I ordered way too much, but there's nothing you could do about it now. It all comes out in the wash. That's you right. You knew damn well that when you ordered that, you weren't splitting that with the GF. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to don't try to sugarcoat this thing, Mike. I had every intention. Oh, that's you're that's a load. Of crap. I can't believe that. You knew that came out. And your mouth was watering. I wasn't gonna let it go to waste. <laughs> yeah. So if the listeners want to catch a peek of that um, meal that Dirty just described, check out Dirty Mike Eats on Instagram. Yeah. Go to the there. go to the highlights. And let me tell you that from what I saw, they did not go light on the cheese. Oh no! Like, <laughs> when I said oozing, like I it was heavy cheese, heavy dude. cheese, thick dude. yellow on that picture yeah. too. They didn't um, skimp on any of the ingredients whatsoever. Dude, you got to get for your food page. You got to get some action shots, like you eating it. Ah, oh, dude. I mean, I'll take every request into account. I mean, you run the page how you. I don't know if I can handle action choose. shots, to be honest. But if I get a picture of you like cutting into a cheesy burger or omelet, and that cheese just oozes right. Shit. Or maybe like a uh, perfectly poached egg with the yolk oozing out of it. Yo, another suggestion for you. Just because I know you don't eat a lot of it because you eat actually very well, but a dessert post. Yeah, see, that's... Dirty so, doesn't leave it's room t- for It's dessert. tough because you don't really... 
d- dive into like your sweet tooth too much. Sugar is usually the enemy um, for me, but I I do agree. I have to get more sweet stuff up with it. I'm not asking for a lot. I mean, just just throw it in every just once. Throw in a it while. in. Like if you're doing courses, that's a great course. So are we still doing the Instagram plugs? I was actually just scrolling my phone, like we, looking. For I was, I, that's what I did at work today. Um, well, I know that we had mentioned him on the pod, but I don't know if anyone ever plugged it. Spice we, Adams? Did we do Spice Adams? I think I did. It yeah, okay. I think Dirty May covered. Well, it's Spice. worth a second mention. It is. Spice Adams is hysterical. Um, so I got one that's kind of interesting. I mean, if you like basketball. And you like looking at NBA players kind of grind in the gym. This guy, uh, Chris Brickley, you know who that is? Oh, yeah, Black Ops. I follow him. Black Ops? He's, he puts all the dope. Yeah, that's what he calls his training sessions. The summer, oh, the summer uh, games that they play. You know more than I do. But he's got some cool video. Like when you see Hoodie Mellow kind of doing his thing, a lot of those are Chris Brickley videos. Yeah, that's where it right here in the city they do it too at the Lifetime yeah, in the city. He's, uh, he's pretty dope. Uh-uh. Top NBA workout guru is what he calls himself, but uh, his uh, handle is C Brickley six zero three. It's it's cool videos. I I just didn't know if we were doing that, so I figured I'd shout one one out. I got a good one too. I know Cormac will like this. He's a boxing guy. Um, this guy actually has some pretty sick boxing videos. He's a professional boxer. His name is Ryan Garcia. It's King um, R Y A N G got 2.8 million followers oh dude is he have that one video of him hitting the the bounce back one where he's just kind of like hits it behind his shade? back yeah yeah, dude. yeah oh yeah it's I did pretty see that. sick yeah like, dude i follow him too he's, he's cool. really good too so like most of his videos are just knocking motherfuckers out and then the other half is just him training and his hands are yeah. lightning quick yeah he's cool that's a good follow yeah, it's a it's i like watching that shit would recommend i think i've mentioned this before but if you follow Almost any NFL wide receiver, they have dope pages. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't miss. One I would recommend is Keenan Allen of Ooh. the San Diego Chargers. Uh, his name is Keenan Thirteen Allen. Dude, honestly. how about his latest post? The disrespect. Dude, he's standing over <laughs> a uh, Pittsburgh Steelers DB, probably. And the caption is "little man." <laughs> yeah, dude. I think somebody commented like the disrespect or yeah. something. Like somebody famous, like maybe Odell or something. Dude, the NFL has the dopest. The players have the dopest imp- Instagram. It's that's really the of, wide receivers. Yeah, that's one of the things I miss most about the NFL season is the on-field Instagrams from a lot. Of, I mean, it is mostly the wide receivers, but there's some dope running backs and defensive backs that do some shit on there. Yeah, dude, Instagram is such not a, a lot of great guys in the platform. trenches with sick uh, Instagrams, but dude, the style, the style players, dude. You're gonna get Jarvis Baker and Odell Instas this year. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Imagine the on-field instas that those three are going to have together. You'll have to get ready, John. Part of it is the Instagram itself, like the picture, but I think the big part of it is the caption. Oh, dude. Odell's big on, like, quoting Drake, but he'll have some dope shit. Little man? Yeah. That's, I mean, come on. You first of all, you gotta have the stones to back that up. Plus, too. like the Chargers have pretty dope unis too. So when you get the on-field blue oh, that they have, blue delight, oh. that powder blue. Yeah, what to so do, baby? That makes like kind of like his shirt right now, powder blue. For the listeners, viewers at home, he's in a nice powder blue it, shirt. All right, boys, you wanna you wanna call it there? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I mean, 
I think it was a solid episode. I'm hoping this thing comes together. If this is another Lost Files, we may just close up shop. <laughs> <laughs> so no, hopefully we're back next week. Yeah. And uh, all right. We'll see you Sunday. See you Sunday. We'd like to help you learn to help yourself. Look around you while you see our sympathetic guys. Stroll around the grounds until you feel at home. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson.